it seems like whenever I go to buy a business or invest in something, I hearken back to a board game that I've played. Now, it's probably important for you to know that I've played a lot of board games throughout my life. Not a lot of hours invested, but a variety of board games. Growing up, I I'd tolerate playing Monopoly, but it just seemed too long for me. Uh, I lost attention, but I loved playing Battleship or Checkers, things like that. Several years ago, I started playing a little bit of chess or Go or a few other games. And then with children, you know, you kind of find other games that are appealing to them. Someone introduced us to Cover Your Assets. I think it was some good friends of ours came over and, and showed us that game. We ended up buying the card game and we found out that our kids are amazing at buying and acquiring assets and growing them. And with Cover Your Assets, you learn about protecting assets and thinking strategically. It's a great game if you're looking to get that spirit in you or your family of uh, just growing assets and insuring them and making sure that uh, you have a lot of fun with it. The cool thing is with a game, whether you win or lose, it doesn't last forever. And you find out where you're really strong and what weaknesses you may have. And instead of going, well, that was just lucky, you find out what the trends are. For instance, we have one child that seems to dominate in the game. Is it consistent luck or is she doing something that we should learn from? For instance, we've learned that she often ensures that she has uh, the right protection when she puts down uh, and cover your assets. You're, you're saying that you have a couple of uh, pieces of stock, if you will, or pieces of a company. And oftentimes when someone tries to steal that from her, she has backup to protect her. She has multiple backups and she's very prepared that way. So we've learned that from her. And another game called Acquire maybe 15, 20 years ago, probably about 20 years ago, some really good friends had us over on a Friday night. My wife and I learned how to play Acquire. And in this game, uh, there's actually, there's modern versions of it and such, but in Acquire, you're basically building businesses and then seeing if it makes sense to do mergers or acquisitions. And you learn about the difference between mergers and acquisitions. You learn, should I build up one really big company that takes over the entire world? Or should I build up a lot of small companies? Or should I do both? Should I allow my company to be merged? Or should I acquire some with someone else? Should I keep the stock after a merger? Or should I simply cash the stock in? Is it better to be cash heavy or cash poor? Or should you invest in such a way as that you're planning for the future? Or should you think about now? And of course, the answer to a lot of these questions is yes and yes, or both and and. Or sometimes... You're just sitting back and watching and you're seeing how the game evolves. Well, over the years, whenever Melissa and I have had an opportunity to look at and evaluate a business to see if it made sense to buy, we've typically hearkened back to the game Acquire, whether knowingly or unknowingly and some of the lessons we've learned. We've hearkened back to the game, and I've mentioned this one before too, Cashflow 101 and Cashflow 102, Cashflow for Kids. These are games where you can play as a family. And as you go, you know, if you first get started with some of Robert Kiyosaki's ideas and thoughts from Cashflow Quadrant, his classic book, or Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you might play Cashflow for Kids, even though you're an adult. It was one of the best things we did with one of our young children when she was just a few years old. Just yesterday, she was telling me about a business book that she read at age 11. And she questioned, why did I read that? She chose to read that. She chose to read a lot of other business books and leadership books because of some of these fun things that she learned when she was young from her parents. And perhaps just because that's something she wanted to do innately. Well, you move on, you move on to Cashflow 101 as a family and you start learning about what it means to have dreams and goals 
and how to be able to live frugally, how to prepare for some downturns, how to make sure that you're not investing in any one thing and that you're not uh, so enamored with potential return down the road that you forget you need returns now. That you don't invest in something like some people told me years ago, well, we're going to make money when we sell, but right now we're just losing a few hundred dollars a month. And Robert Kiyosaki teaches you how to teach your children and help them to discover for themselves that that's a bad idea. You learn, the children will learn about what ROI is, return on investment. Our kids know what that is because they've read it a million times. They know what a good ROI is. They know a deal that's too good to be true. Oh, just give your family member some money and I bet you they'll return it. No, why don't you just give them the money and whether they return or not is irrelevant. You're not looking for an investment on that. They learn about charity and about giving. Can't say enough about cash flow quadrant. That's a phenomenal one, whether it be 101, 102, 102, excuse me. It gets a little complex uh, for a lot of people because it's high, high. Uh, no, it's a lot of investing and trying to figure out some really complex terms. But it's very good to get into that as well. What other games should you play as a family other than cash flow? The, the whole series of cash flow and cover your assets. Monopoly is is phenomenal. And by the way, if you don't have it digitally on like uh, the Wii or uh, Wii University or something, you can get it there, and the, the game plays a lot faster. And in that case, you actually have to think even more in depth about what properties to buy, how to form your monopoly, when to build uh, the hotels and the houses. And it really causes you to think deeply. And then you have people offering you deals that you have to evaluate. Is this a good deal for both parties or one party or neither? It's phenomenal to be able to play that. I just played that recently with my daughter and um, it goes a lot quicker and it's a lot of fun. But these games get you thinking differently. Much like chess or checkers, strategic games cause you to think deeply so that you're not so emotional about your money so that you can slow down and make wise decisions. They cause you to think together. And hopefully you're playing games like, for instance, Cash Flow 101. It's not so competitive. It's not a zero sum. It's actually a game where each person is playing against the game, if you will, not against each other. Cover your assets, you're kind of against each other, but you still learn what it means to be able to have your family on your side. For me, one of the greatest lessons I've learned is I want my family on my team, not against me. And I've realized it's not about me against the world. It's about oftentimes me against me, getting better than myself, getting a better team around me so that we can acquire and build and grow. Good luck.